And now, Corey and Chris present Highbrow. So, the Oscars are just around the bend, you know. Pip pip. Old chap, yes they are. Lots of awards, snubs, controversies. Yes, uh, I believe they're coming out on the 28th of February is when uh, they're airing. And, uh, you know, a lot of my friends are on the Academy. Oh, really? Yes, uh, much older than I am, but, you know, the same sort. (laughs) We get along well, we uh, have the same interests. And you watch a lot of white movies. Right, right. Uh, I think I talked to a black person once. <laughs> it was uh, it was very interesting. <laughs> that's a bright speech. We can cut that. Why, yes, there's, there's a lot of question about how white the Oscars are. And... This will be in black and white, so we are quite white. Quite, quite white, quite white. But uh, I do believe perhaps they need a little bit of diversity. Which movie do you think should win Best Picture? Well, let's go over what movies are up for Best Picture first. A spotlight. Okay. I have a thing for electricity. Oh, Mad Max, Fury Road. Mm, I see. Uh, the Big Short. Yes. The Room. Yes. Uh, I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure I'm missing one. That's okay. I think my selection's already in there, but I have kind of newer thoughts and ideas about this whole thing. Oh, what's the... Well, I feel like Mad Max transported us into a whole nother world of how movies were made. Lots of practical effects except for some of the uh, special effects there and a very intriguing story and just a spectacle unlike anything we've seen. So I think it was quite daring. Uh, Bridge of Spies... Ah, with Bridge Tom of Hanks. Uh, also, Brooklyn. I haven't seen that one. The Martian, The Revenant. Mm. Those were the ones I was. Missing. I haven't seen The Revenant, but it looks quite good. Yes, I liked it. What What movie would you pick for Best Picture? Oh, you know, I'm uh, not really sure. I feel like at the uh, Academy, you know, I think I'd put Spotlight. You know, it's about us being good people and uh, how being a good person took down the pedophiles of the church. And, uh, you know, I think that's important to realize that, you know, we're good people. uh, We're almost exclusively white people in the film, which tickled my fancy. Made it seem more realistic <laughs> to the, the, the crowds that I hang out with. Yes, quite. Makes sense. Um, 
Who who is up for best actor? Brian Cranston. I see. Matt Damon. I see. Leonardo DiCaprio. Ah yes. Michael Fassbender. I see. And Eddie Redmayne. Oh. For the Danish girl. What uh, what do you think? Who would your choice be? <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio. I think it's his time. You know, this is the sixth time he's been nominated, and he hasn't won once yet. And even though this isn't his best performance, I feel like he's due. I think that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Uh, Matt Damon. Yes. For it's the pretty Martian. spectacular. Yes, 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 yes. I agree. Just so we're not sexist, who is up for best, best actress? Actress. Kate Blanchett okay. from Carol. Brie Larson in The Room. Just Room. It's not The Room, it's Room. <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence and Joy, Charlotte Rambling in 45 years. I haven't even heard of that movie. Me neither. But I know who Charlotte Rambling is. She's good. I like her. Uh, she was also the female lead in Zardoz, believe it or not. No way. I am dead serious. That's amazing. Which means that my vote may have to go for her. You know, she's all really old now. She is quite but old. But she's still pretty good looking. Yes. I think she'd be a great couple for Sean Connery. Yes. Who's now and then. More attractive as he ages. Question, is Zardoz up for any awards in this? No. No, too old of a movie, I think. Why are we also, talking about uh, diversity when we should be talking about the snub of Zardoz? Swaraz Ronin. Saruis Ronin. Oh, her! She's in Brooklyn, apparently. Oh. Okay. Saruis. Saruis. I think that's pretty sure that's how you say it. It sounds about right. I don't think she should win. I don't know how to pronounce her name. <laughs> no, I feel bad for the people announcing the winner. Uh, supporting actor, Christian Bale, Tom Hardy, Mark Ruffalo, Mark Rylance, and uh, Sylvester Stallone. I think Sylvester Stallone, Sylvester Stallone should win yes. that for Creed. He was incredible. Original score, mostly the same movie. Star Wars The Force Awakens is up for that one. The Force of Bacons? The Force of Bacons. You know, uh, Bacon Force. Production design. Well, for visual effects. I visual think effects, go. I think it should, yes. Yes. Well, uh, no, Or Mad Max. Uh, I watched that again, like, recently. And there were a lot of effects that were visual. This yeah. is the worst segment we've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow. You're just reading off of a phone. We'll probably have to cut it, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyhow. If I, if I had one more thing to say about this, it would probably be... Yeah.
No! No, it's happening again! Oh no! It's happening again! I think. I think Common Ways is delaying all the something. <coughs> Put your arms! It's right up behind you, it's possible. This helps a heart attack. I read it. Yeah, that was that got me. I liked it though. Yeah, we need more like finger puppets. Yeah, we should start doing that. Maybe get some like finger puppets, or finger. actually get finger puppets. That would be cool. If we actually had some like legit hey, finger puppets. Hey. Yeah, and they would Boom. like come up and talk to us yeah. about movies every once in a while. That's an awful idea. <laughs> I think it's good. That'd be a terrible idea. Um. <laughs> I forgot we were recording. <laughs> I got distracted. <laughs> it's okay. Um, I liked it. I got chips in my teeth. Okay. okay. Corey has uh, basically written, a, like, he has the outline for a script. Yes. That we think the Sci-Fi Network should pick up. Yes. I started watching Sharknado 3, which is now on Netflix. Um, uh, Sharknado 3, Oh Hell No started watching that on Netflix, and uh, I'm about halfway through it, and I instantly regret starting watching it. Um, <laughs> Is it bad? Like, bad, like, not good? Like, not bad good? Not really, because here's the issue. The first Sharknado I actually really liked. Um, we watched that. Um, mm-hmm. Because it was like they were trying to make a legit movie that was just bad, which made it entertaining. But then they were like, oh, hey, let's start like really making this a bad movie with Sharknado 2. And right. it just was really over the top. And it was just a bad movie being a bad movie for the sake of being a bad movie. Um, and the third is more of that. And oh, it is it is crap. It is a lot of crap. They're trying to do what like Army of Darkness did. But Army of Darkness was building upon, like, a pretty good movie. Yeah. Like, and I think that's, like, the main difference. Is they started with just a ridiculous movie that wasn't that good. Yeah. And and it, and it still had a core to it of a good movie. Yeah. Just ridiculous production and It was all that easier kind of to be a good, bad movie when your movie is pretty good. Yes. And then you, to just be... It, if you're trying to look to like do you're trying to make good it movie, good. Yeah. There needs to be something good in there, and yes. there's just not enough good. In some it. heart to actually make it a good movie, yeah. and 2 and 3 of Sharknado do not have This that. movie has some good in it. Yes. Uh, so, Sci-Fi, this is an open message to you. Filmnark at gmail.com. If you ever come across this, email us. Let me know how much you want to pay me for this movie <laughs> idea, and I will gladly sell it to you. We are We are but simple men. So... The movie, Gopher Quake. Gopher Quake. Hold on. Gopher Quake. There we go. Gopher Quake. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, you could. It doesn't have a subtitle, but you could put a thousand times better than Sharknado. Anything like that underneath it. it. It's, it's reverse. Well, yeah, because it's mirrored. So if yeah. I raise my right hand, it's actually That's my right hand on there. Yeah. Um... <laughs> um so, uh, sci-fi, listen up. So, go for Quake. It starts out, and the plates are moving underneath the Earth. And when they collide, it's creating mini tremors. 
and the sound of the plates colliding is echoing throughout the ground and groups of gophers all over wherever you want to place this. All over the world. L.A. Or all over the world. Yeah, all sure. over the world, yeah. All over the world. We'll make it global. Um, the gophers underneath the ground are getting really tired of the sound and it's driving them down, right? So they're finding ways of chewing through the bedwalk, but the farther they go, the radiation from the Earth's core or some toxic sludge they could find that's buried from years past um, starts turning them into mutant gophers, monsters. Um, so they get bigger power. They're able to dig farther down, and they're becoming larger, like larger than they a get great bigger game. and stronger. But the stronger and bigger that they get, the deeper they can dig. But the deeper they dig the more mutated they become. Precisely. So uh, they start getting messages, the gophers do, telepathically, to go to the surface and attack the humans and then possibly take it over. Okay? So they start going up, and as they're going up to the surface, now that they're giant, it's creating massive earthquakes all around the U.S., just massive craters, and these ginormous gophers are coming out of them attacking people. Right? Um, it's Chris's Twitter. It's tweeting. No. Um, so the gophers come out of the crevices and they start attacking people. Correct? Yes. Uh, <clears throat> and a hero rises up, maybe gets together with a couple other people, and they start battling the gophers, and it's kind of like... Um, it's it's almost kind of like uh, Velociraptors from the Jurassic Park movies, like kind of the chase scenes. They're very agile, like jumping on people, running around through buildings, all that kind of stuff. Um, and they find a way to destroy them, of course, uh, and find a weakness, and so they start taking them out. And they're winning the battle when all of a sudden, major tremor, massive earthquake, and out of the local golf course... All of the greens start rising up, and out of it pops a gigantic, like, Godzilla-sized gopher, gopherzilla, out of there. And he's, like, covered in dirt and rocks, and he kind of does, like, the Caddyshack thing and, like, brushes off all the stuff. <laughs> and then, uh, that was your idea. Um, and then uh, he starts destroying the city, and everyone's like, oh, no, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? What's going to happen? Little this did is, you know. This is the best part. Earlier in the movie, when you started seeing the tremors and the uh, cracks bursting open in the ground, you see inside of uh, the White House, the president reacting like, what? And in the White House, they're cutting diamonds using a diamond-cutting machine, and it falls into one of the crevices. Because right through the, the Oval Office, there's a big crack. The, I thought the diamond cutting machine was just in a diamond mine that fell into the. You ground. know what? That makes more sense, Sci-Fi. Yeah. Let's go with that. Okay. Yeah. Look, Sci-Fi. Look, there's a diamond cutting machine. Because I a had a different mine. way. I had a different way of doing this, and you did the diamond cutting. Yeah, machine. yeah, yeah. I uh, you still it falls in, becomes mutated, and then we find out later at this point in the movie that the okay. president has found out about this mutated yes. robot diamond cutting machine and used it. They've been, like, grooming it for defense yes. purposes. Yes. they. So, way previous, it goes underground into one of the earthquake holes, and the radiation transforms the diamond-cutting yes. machine 
And uh, the government kind of knew about this and what was happening before all the gophers showed up. And they found this thing that was created, and they put it in lockup, and they're like, I think we can use this for the military, but they've had some issues with it. It's Project 96. It's hard to control. Yeah, Project 96. You can't control it. Um, so as the giant gopher is destroying the city, the vice president goes, Mr. President, I think it's time to unveil Project 96. The president's like, no, it's not ready. It's too dangerous. And he's like, it's the only hope we've got, Mr. President. And the president goes, okay, activate Project 96. And being, I think it should be carried on wires by like three helicopters. Well, yeah, it's going to yeah. get flown in for yeah, sure. It's getting flown in by three helicopters and it drops down this giant robotic Diamond Dallas Page, the wrestler from WCW. It's a robot diamond cutter that looks a lot like Diamond Dallas Page. Like down to the leather vest that he wore. Yeah, dressed the same. Coming down the entranceway. But it's also like a robot. Yes, you know, it's That totally was robotic. buried in the ground, so he has like trees for hair. Yeah, and, for golden curly yeah, locks. Yeah. Um, and that's just matter of fact that that's the case. They right. weren't designing it to look like it's Diamond Dallas Page. It's not on purpose, it's just that Diamond Dallas Page. That is it's just, just how the it fact reacted. That it's just the nature of things. That if you put yes. a diamond cutter and you transform it with radiation, it's going to look like Diamond Dallas Page. Odds are. Of course. Yeah. That's why he Obviously. chose the name Diamond Dallas Page. Because of he the was, science behind he, it. Yeah, because of, of, of the actual real science done. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> they airdrop in DDP. And he has this huge battle with it. Okay, this part is crucial. There's aspects of the story you could change sci-fi, which is totally fine. You could totally you could cool add a DDT, maybe. Yeah, like a DDT. Or that, two. That's fine. You could do all that. You could even okay. change some of the story elements. DDP as long, used to do DDTs. It's, it's yeah, totally okay. It's a DDP DDT. Yeah. Yeah. I used uh, to get those two things mixed up. I'd be like, why is the move called a DDT and why is he called DDP? Like, it, yeah. it confused me for a while. Yeah, it happens. Um, but you can change parts of this story, but if you were going to get this from me, Robot Diamond Dallas Page will be in it, okay? And it's going to come down to this last scene, okay? They're battling the giant gopher and Diamond Dallas Page, Robot Diamond Dallas Page. They're battling, and the gopher, like, gets him with a good hit and knocks him down, and it's like, oh, no, the gopher's winning. What's going on? And so the gopher starts running and charging him while he's on the ground. And Robot DDP uses some jet boosters, jumps up onto his feet, and tosses... <clears throat> flies him and, up. And takes up yeah, the giant gopher. He tosses him up way and like up. goes way up into the sky, like almost in space. Like that Red Bull thing where the guy jumped yeah. out. Yeah, like that yeah. high. And like pushes him up, turns, diamond cutters him oh. all the way back to Earth. And breaks his head off and his body just liquefies. Awesome. Yeah. Um, and the president is watching and he goes, From out of nowhere! Because that is DDP's thing. So, when he does the diamond cutter to the gopher, you better make damn sure, sci-fi. <laughs> Sorry. Um, that the president says from out of nowhere? Yes, and that it is legitimately from out of nowhere. Like, right. you don't see it coming. You think... Yeah, that's important. Oh, mutated radioactive diamond cutter, Diamond Dallas Page. 
just lost this battle. What's humanity going to do? And then right. what? From out of nowhere, yeah. big diamond cutter. Boom. Done. And it leaves it open right. for sequels. That it could be a really good movie. Yeah. Um, the sequel could be, you know, go for Quake Two. Yeah. And the Gophers could the, mean the wait the super after, the after aftershock aftershock. Yeah. Go, go for Quake Two, the aftershock. Yeah. And who would be the the, the professional wrestler in this one? <laughs> the Gophers would no. It would still be DDP. <laughs> oh, but the okay. Gophers. Other groups on other sides of the world, they would um, dig down and uh, they would <laughs> they would. Uh, get transformed, except differently, they'd be more intelligent. So they're probably like Asian gophers. So um, then the, so the smarter Asian gophers yes, come out. They create a robot rival to fight, fight robot DDP? Diamond Dallas Page. Um, I thought DDP would maybe team up with a different machine. Like maybe, like, maybe a mechanical bull. He teams up with the bucking bronco guy. Who was that? Who did the... Whose special move was the bucking bronco? Oh, uh, x Fox. Yeah! He yeah. teams up with... It's a yeah, tag bronco team buster. match. Yeah, Bronco Buster. Yeah, yep. he teams up with him. Did yeah. they ever really have a big rivalry, though? Um, no, DDP, but that's, it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to... It just has to be a wrestler. I feel like they'd be able to do, like, Goldberg. I think that'd be a good one. For like, some gold... Or like a gold pan. <laughs> the gophers took a gold machine, like and, and turned. Oh, it so it's Goldberg. And it versus, turned to Goldberg versus dude, the DDP. DDP. Couldn't beat Goldberg. I don't know. You know what, Chris? You're probably right. What if he turned the spear into a DDT though? You know, he's like, oh, he speared him. No, said, it was a DDT. You said you said DDP wouldn't be able to beat Goldberg. Yeah. Yeah, probably not, unless somehow. Some finishing move came out of nowhere. <laughs> oh, that's true. And defeated him. <laughs> then you could do the suplex. He lifts him up and holds him there. And then Robot DDP turns his body. Yeah, I, love, I always loved that because it's like no different. It's like, oh, I'm doing a so suplex. Oh, you're doing like it's the same thing. The guy hits his back. The other guy hits his stomach. Like, why is one person getting hurt <laughs> and the other person not? Like, all of a sudden. You're purposefully dropping down, and so it's not hurting anymore? No, yeah, because you're, you know, expecting it. Okay, yeah. It's all about about expectations. When they're lifting you up, you're like, when's he going to drop me? I don't know. I I wish I could prepare for this. Should I, like, tighten up now? I wish I could prepare, because it's going to hurt if I don't get prepared. (laughs) Oh, he's dropping me now. Ah, too late. I'm injured. No, I'm falling on my terms. Boom! You know what I I never got (laughs) with wrestling? Is how everyone can do a leg drop open. Hulk Hogan does it. It's a special move. It's, they're done. There's a lot of things like that, like the rock bottom, See, which I was a like, pretty cool finishing move. Yeah. Was not a very cool finishing. No, move. like when you really think I mean, about Chain it, does, uh, all Kane, he does is do a side hug and then fall over. Yeah, Kane and Undertaker do choke slams, and that's like their pre finishing move. Right, <laughs> like it's not strong enough to. Yeah. Actually knock someone out. They need the power. I, was, I liked the moves that actually look like they would hurt. You yeah. Know? Like, Figure like four a power bomb. You know? Or the, yeah, leg lock. God I really liked power bombs. Power, power bombs. bombs were cool. Because it was like, yeah, that would suck. Or um, like pile drivers. Yeah. You know? But um, no one has... Oh, dude, the front flip pile driver. Oh, yeah. One of the coolest... Fin- probably the coolest finishing move ever. Yeah. That was a good one. 
Canadian Destroyer is the name of that movie. Um, but, uh, yeah, we got a little off topic, but that's okay, because it's WCW. So, sci-fi, filmknock at gmail.com, go ahead and contact us to get the rights for the movie. Yes. And we will sell them to you for <laughs> jacked up prices. Because we have the rights to put DDP's likeness well, in the movie. Well, we, well, that's for them to figure yeah, out. Yeah, that's, that's Just the movie that's idea. Problem. Sci-fi. Yeah. You're gonna have to deal with figure that. it out. But we came up with like the movie that's gonna sell millions of you're millions welcome. Of millions. DDP is now in charge of a great weight loss program. Now is he really? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I'd so like to he see does that. like all of these things. You can like get a video and train along with him. Wow. So you just contact him and be like, hey, we'll put in tons of promotion <laughs> for your workout tapes. There's just like meaningless. There's like you could put it in the background during the scenes. You know, yeah. people are like. We're interrupting this weight loss program yeah. with a, you know, secret, you know, and then emergency will, announcement. And then it will tie together because then in the third movie, okay, the Gophers could create a whole army of robots to fight DDP. And DDP could just use normal people that have taken his workout regime. And gotten super ripped. And got and super ripped. And they'll all be professional wrestlers. Yeah, and they will just destroy all the robots. That actually sounds really great. And, and Robot DDP will just be in the back like that this. Just just got, like, that just got even better. Watching. That's a great... Just like I top That's that. a whole trilogy. Trilogies You're are welcome. selling huge right now. Very popular stuff. <laughs> Good stuff. Yep. So we'll be expecting your money soon. Yes, lots of it. Better bring it in a briefcase. All right. With a, with are we going to go straight into the next thing, or are we going to take a break? We're going to take a break and go to commercial, but I'm not done. Gold handcuffs. Attach the briefcase full of money. And then you're going to put it on the table, and you're going to slide it at me, and I'm not even going to open it, and I'm going to slide it back. And be like, what's your next offer? Not enough. Boom. Not, not even going to look at it. If I don't see a two-briefcase minimum... <laughs> Which is which what is if it's a really big briefcase. Which is a downfall because it'd probably just go get another briefcase and just split the money that was in the one into two and be like, oh here. Yeah, this look this at is it. like your own weakness. Now that I'm you're just revealing now I'm telling them how to screw me. We're up. not good negotiators. You, you know can what? really steal this information. So rewind. Easy. You slide it over. I'm going to pop it open and go. Not enough. Close it. I want two briefcases with yeah. this amount of money. Yeah. But what if it was all ones, though, and I didn't look at it carefully? Okay, so I'll open it and I'll count close it. Enough. I think you look close just enough. You don't to, need to count it. You just need to make sure there are high bills. I'm going to try to look really cool, and I'm going to do that thing yeah. where people like know how much money and is in there. It. Like, oh, that sounds like 10. I can no. tell how much money is in a wad of money by the smell. Yeah? No. no. But it would be cool, wouldn't it? It would. Just D- like we wouldn't. DDP we could. They have to be at least hundreds. You know, and the people could, that take his workout thing, that's one of the lessons. Yeah. It's just two. Smell how much money's in a roll of money. <laughs> it comes with a roll of money. What if I could like <laughs> smell the briefcase without even opening it and know, oh yeah, this is this is two million dollars. That'd be awesome. But that's not enough. Just yeah, so that's know. not enough. Just slide it back. Yeah. Give me two briefcases. Two briefcases and Because there's the two of us. Yeah. Obviously. And we get to keep the briefcases so we can use them during travel as well. Right. So I mean, we, we need to be able to pay for travel. Yeah, I'm expenses. not going to take your briefcase and take the money out and give you back the briefcase. That's nonsense. Because then I would have to buy a briefcase using the money you just gave me. That's right. stupid. Or you'd have to take that briefcase and we'd still have to buy another briefcase so that we could split the money and I could take the other briefcase. Yeah. So you got Which split is the just briefcases. an expense that we don't need to incur. No. You're not going to get us with the fine print, sci-fi. 
I wonder. So just give us the briefcase. You know what? Now I'm more concerned about the briefcase than the money that's actually. In you it. want it to be like a really I want it nice to be a really briefcase. nice briefcase. What if it's like a super nice? What if it's like a million dollar briefcase? And they give me like in ten dollars in it. Yeah, I'd take it. <laughs> or like just like popcorn or something, you know? Like that's nice. Ooh, this is like theater quality popcorn in a million dollar briefcase. Yeah, they're like, here's a million dollar briefcase, and inside you'll find a copy of Sharknado Three. And I'd be like, great, I'm throwing this away, <laughs> and I'm keeping this awesome briefcase. Keeping this briefcase. So here, you can take your one copy of Sharknado Three, plunk, toss it over by him, and they'd be like, what? We're sci-fi. And I'd be like, yeah, and this is my briefcase. Yeah. So have fun with Gopher Quake. Take that. From out of nowhere. But it is, yeah, it is worth it. Have a good one. Margo. <laughs> <laughs> it's so damn hot. Milk was a bad choice. <laughs>